The Say Something Podcast is brought to you by a AmomentWithMorris.com and BlackBlueprints.com. That's BlackBlueprints with a Z dot com. I'm Jermaine Morris here with the one and only Mr. Barry Axius. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bringing the newest episode of the Say Something Podcast. Say something. Say something. Is where we get together and talk about whatever's going on out here in the world, out here in this life, out here in these streets. Something that we feel that not only us, but everybody should be saying something about. Most definitely. Say something. So we just uh, coming off the holidays, at least the part of the holiday season. We still got New Year's, but it was Christmas last weekend. How was your holidays, Mr. Axius? <laughs> I don't celebrate, and I'm happy I don't celebrate. And um, I just, I mean, I'm just not into it, you know, just I don't care for it. I'm happy that my daughter's grown, um, and I don't have to, to fall into the hoopla. I think that we get too um, set into looking at what is the season of buying love, the season of trying to get the most expensive gift, the season of like pretending, you know, there's so much joy and you're breaking your neck to get gifts for people that don't deserve it or to make people feel happy or when you don't got it than to be broke. And the funny thing about the holidays like Christmas, you got what? J- December 25th, right? Yeah, yeah. And then six days later is what? New Year, New Year's Eve. Okay, New Year's Eve. Let's say seven days later is what? Start of the New Year. But what's that? January 1st. And what's that mean? That it's just the first day of January? No, it means you're paying your goddamn rent that day or your mortgage that day. Okay? (laughs) So I'm not into blowing a whole bunch of money, knowing damn well what's going to wait for me. And for most people... We won't get paid on the first. You get paid on the fifth. And most rent is or mortgage is first, second, and third. Yeah. So it's all ass backwards. And I, I don't play into it. I don't get into the hoopla. The funny thing I thought statistically, this is probably one of the better years for uh, consumerism in a sense of the uh, retailers have come up like fat rats because they said, a reporter's like, they tripled the numbers they did last year. So in the sense of people being in an uproar about Trump, being in an uproar about all this inequality, and, you know, I I know that a lot of African-Americans have been pushing this, distribute the pain, and, you know, I I think it might have been successful maybe last year or the year before about not spending, you know. Boycotting. Whatever, the boycotting BS it's right back to the same old shit. Like people don't really care. Like people really. really don't give a damn. It's just like we've been clogged on this Santa Claus bullshit, this um, entertainment factor of commercialism in this holiday, still falling in this hoopla about Jesus was born on this day. People still saying this is the reason in the season, all this BS. <laughs> it's just so commercialized. And it's to the point where it's like, dude, if you're celebrating your family and you're going to buy your wife a gift and your kids a gift on one damn day, you're trying to break your neck to buy them one, like all these gifts that you can't have afford on one day, kill yourself. I think it was. No eggnog and stockings at your house. Bruh, at the like, house. I don't have trees, <laughs> eggnog. Don't tell me how Merry Christmas. I tell people when they try to text me, and some people still text me, and I respectfully say, you know, I appreciate it, but I don't celebrate holidays. And here's the craziest thing. Like, I talked to OG just by passing. He said, Happy holidays, brother. Um, and I said, OG, I don't I don't do the holidays. And OG was just like, be snapped. It was like, yeah. And broke it down like he was excited. Like, I don't have to play that fake shit. You know what I'm saying? So he broke down, you know, how fake it was. And he ain't been celebrating since 1951. And and it's just all a lie. And it's just, it is what it is. I mean, I respect something when you call it what it is. Don't call it anything else. I'm just so done with Christmas music. So done with the caroling. So done with the remixes. I'm done with the sweaters. I'm done with it all. (laughs) I'm done, bro. No, no ugly sweater parties. Nah, because you got, you know what? Because in real time, like here in our Sacramento city alone, you had two major situations. Well, it's major to me, but I guess it's not as much for you know some people and for the media. We had two mothers that got killed, dog, in in the matter of months in December. You know, one recently just passed away on Monday, right? 
And they have two children that wasn't able to celebrate, wasn't able to see Santa Claus come down the chimney because yeah. there's not such a thing. You know what I'm saying? And what we did was now we're helping these families out, making sure that we take care to help the kids and, and not really give toys, but at the end of the day, give them clothes and things of that nature, but rally around this family in their time of need. But real stuff is going on. Like I just got back from Southern California, man. And, you know, I always make sure I spend time with my daughter, you know what I'm saying, and just do what I have to do as a man uh, because fatherhood is 24 hours and 365 until death do us part. You know, it's real. Um, and, you know, I was out there in L.A., downtown in the fashion district, and I literally saw, like, tent cities, like, all around the corners. And it was crazy that even our homeless people – are still trying to be in a sense of Christmas uh, uh, joy and Christmas time. They had a Christmas tree, dog. Well, I think for some people, that's their, like, personally, I don't celebrate, but I think that for some people, that's their their hope. That's their, that's what they got to lean on. I'm a firm believer. I say all the time, I, I am not the person to knock what gets you through the day. So if praying to a cross, praying to a star, praying to a bottle cap, a lucky penny, if that can keep you off a ledge, then I'm gonna personally say more power to you. I, you know, that who am I to tell you that what what brings you hope or put something in your heart? Uh, I do agree with you on the commercialism side, like how it's just all about how much they can sell, and 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 a lot of people who talk about this is tis the season and look out for your fellow man and, and care typically gloss over problems this time of year. This is where uh, depression is at all time high. Like this time of year, suicide is huge. But why? Well, because what this does is it shines light on what you do or what you don't have. So this is the time of year when everybody tells you you're supposed to be with your loved ones. You're supposed to be with your family. So I'll be, and if you don't have one, you can be lonely in June, but you're real lonely in December. And depressed like yeah. a mug. You know what I'm right? saying? You can I miss, you can miss not talking to your kids, your parents in August, yeah. but it really yeah, gets you yeah, in yeah, December. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You're right. Because psychologically, it plays so many emotional games because you hear the music. You're looking at the ornaments. And I'm not going to front. I like looking at the lights. I, ain't, I like that. I think that that's kind of spectacular. I think it's neat. I wouldn't personally do it, but I think it's neat how people get some people are very creative out there. So I don't knock those things. I would never personally do it. And I won't, you know, go into the foolery of it. But at the same time, I think it's, I like it's, it's, it's dope. Even when Halloween, I, I think it's this kind of very exciting, creative, creative you know, people so. doing their thing. I, hey, but I'm not invested in it, and, and I don't care about it because every single day I celebrate like it's a holiday because I'm living, I'm breathing, I'm thinking, I'm talking, and I can influence. And my whole thing is. If I'm going to shower my love to my people, it should be 24 hours a day, not just here is December 25th. And then I'm not going to go buy into the BS about it was Christ's day of living and he was born. Like, stop all that craziness, man. And stop giving the white man in a red suit who's being sledded on reindeers all this credit for the stuff that you did. Yeah, that's something that that a couple of things that I so to me personally, I never grew up celebrating Christmas. So I know some people, they did it till they were kids or teenagers or they're adults. So it really has zero relevance, like Christmas music, the the lights and stuff. There's nothing. It, it really it's the same. People ask me like, well, you know, don't you miss this or do you think about that? I was like, well, do you think about Hanukkah? And they're like, no. I said, do you what happens if you walk past somebody who's got like the little menorah thing? Do, do, does that make you feel a certain kind of way? No. OK, well, same thing. If it's not a part of your belief system, it just kind of doesn't it just doesn't hit your radar one way or the other. But I, I do look at how people are, and that's the one thing that, that would really sit out with me is like, okay, well, if it's love your fellow man and, and look out for each other and feed the homeless and help the kids, all that, from <laughs> roughly November 15th yeah. to literally January 2nd, yeah. Like where it's like, okay, man, help them out, help out yeah. the vets, help out the, the kids, you know, these homeless people because it's freezing outside. Just a heads up. It's cold January 15th like it is December 15th. Yes, sir. But January 15th, we tell them to get a job and get it together. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, we March 12th, we tell them he must be on drugs. <laughs> you know, April 13th, you know, he just made bad choices. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
you know, May 22nd is, you know, we don't we don't care as a people, as a society. And, you know, I, I just think that, you know, coming out of these holidays, I'll be happy when they're passed. I'll, I'll, I'll be happy next week when kind of the system levels itself back out, the yeah. market levels itself back out. Yeah. Because then that's when you're, when you're talking about paying bills, oh, yeah. the financial struggle. Because what a lot of people don't realize is they've been spending money since Halloween. Yeah, man. So between candy, costumes, well, decorating no, 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 the house. No, 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 no. Let's let's go. Let's go back up. Okay. You forgot a, another key, important uh, a moment, and and not a holiday, but it's paraded around as if it's such a holiday to spend. What's that? Back to school shopping. Yeah, but I'm talking and August and September. I'm talking about when you were talking about spending money. Yeah, they've been spending money since September. Well, no, okay, y- yes, they have, but I'm talking by and large across the board. So there's a percentage of people who have kids who that applies. No, 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 just just hear it out first. <laughs> Everybody spends money on back to school, dog. I don't care if you no, no. don't have no kids, have kids. People are spending money because it's what I'm saying is I hear what you're about. I, I know I feel where you're about to go with it. I'm just saying that now they have created that. As like another moment of consumer consumerism spending. It's not a holiday per se, but it's almost a day of like, guess what? You yeah. got to go to the mall. You got to get new clothes. You got to get some school school supplies. I mean, yeah, but it's crazy. The difference of how I, I look at that is because when it goes into Halloween, that's excessive spending to the point of you're decorating your house. That that's the costumes that you wear. That's the, the food that you're having in your house, as well as the stuff that you're giving away to people at the door. The parties that people are having, the functions that they're going. Like there's a lot of multiple spending from Halloween. Then you go into Thanksgiving, massive grocery shopping. Everybody coming over, the turkeys, the hams, the the, the you know. That's, you, you I mean, now I went to the grocery store a couple weeks ago and I spent a hundred dollars and I didn't have but but two two little bags. Damn there. Like it, it don't take much. I remember being a kid, a hundred dollars was fee- filling the house up with groceries. Remember? It don't take much remember? to hit a hundred dollars no more. Like remember when a hundred dollars yeah. was 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 grocery shopping. Like Man. remember when a hundred dollars was grocery shopping. Yeah, now dog. you're just picking up a few things. Hundred dollars now, you're picking up a few things. So when you think about oh. Thanksgiving dinner, depending upon the size of your family, that's four five hundred dollars of food. You know, so then that's coming off of your Thanksgiving. And then what's 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 Christmas? It's not even the day after Thanksgiving anymore. It's Thanksgiving night. Christmas shopping. The stores open. They let the the, the Walmart employees get a little dinner and they got to be on the job by five. Best Buy line wrapped all the way around the building. And so then you're spending on all this Christmas stuff, which segues into your New Year's Eve party, your locations or wherever you go. Then January 1st rolls around and. Your rent is due, and then you get your credit card statements. Ooh wee! <laughs> and then people wonder why their tax return is gone before February first. Man, you know that's just my little thing. I, I mean, <laughs> and then you get, again, you were waiting for tax returns. I think that it's, you know, we can agree and disagree on the the, the moments it starts, but I feel like it starts in literally August because that's where a lot of schools go back into now. From August, we can argue September. All the way up until that last day of December, that we're just in a constant shopping frenzy. Where we're in constant mode of gotta go shopping, gotta be here, gotta do this, gotta do that, gotta do that, and it got everybody all discombobulated. And then reality hits in 2017, where everybody's asking for 2016 to slow down, get the hell away, and be over with. Yeah, well, 2016. Is uh, I think one of the, the the year in review. Well, I think a lot of like I've seen the little memes in the internet where they talk. If 2016 was a person, they got that picture of Suge Knight. a Suge Knight, like oh. circa like 96, 97 when Suge he, Knight when he, when he was that scary Suge Knight. When he was gangster Suge yeah, Knight, yeah, yeah, not getting knocked out Suge Knight, yeah, 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 not yeah. being blind Suge Knight, yeah, not the, falling and collapsing in the court Suge Knight. Nah, they talk about <laughs> death row Suge Knight. Yeah, okay. and, and and 2016 is uh. 2016 been a beast, like between, you know, who our new president-elect is to, uh, I mean, the Grim Reaper has been working overtime, working through Hollywood. No, I'm true that. I, I, you know what? I look at 2016 as like this. I'm very blessed, but my people are stressed. So in then terms, I'm not fully blessed yeah. because, I mean, when I look at 2016 for myself, individually, yeah. like doing the things that I've done, um, I've accomplished a whole lot. Goals. I've, I've uh, 
proceeded to jump over some of the things that I didn't even think that I was going to even accomplish. So I've accomplished a lot, did a lot. A lot of goals have been, um, you know, checked off. A lot of things that I didn't think that I was going to do uh, so soon have, have been checked off. But when I, you know, I lost a, a young a young soldier that was that was heavy. And then the simple fact that all of the heaviness from my community that we've had to deal with overall daily, I think that it takes away from me to be able to celebrate my own individual accolades because we're in such a disarray. Okay. And then, I, then at the same time, yeah, I've lost some personal favorites. You know, Apollonia. I mean, she, well, no, no, not Apollonia. Uh, vanity. Vanity. Goodness vanity. gracious. I was like, oh. You know, you got your princes. You know, you got your David Bowies. You got those, you know, you got those people that have come. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Rick, Ricky Harris. The, the dude was a uh, funny. Muhammad Ali. Yeah, but the great one. So you have those moments because I get, in a sense, you're looking at those people because you've grown up with a lot of those people. Yeah. Not saying that you personally knew a lot of those people, but I'm not in an uproar where it's like, okay, oh my God, 2016, everyone's posting up memes, everyone's posting up uh, 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 some type of response to like, leave uh, Betty Williams or Betty White oh, alone Betty White and all love. this other craziness. I, like seriously, y'all, no disrespect to the dead, but Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher, she died. And now everyone's acting as if, like, they was worried about her two up weeks until, ago. Up until that she revisited the, the the big screen in the new Star Wars. No yeah. one was checking for Carrie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So let's not be so to the point where y'all are just so amazed. I don't remember I think the last I, person who said anything about George Michael. Listen. I don't remember the last person who was checking for Alan And now we're singing Thicke. Faith. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know anybody who was checking for Alan Thicke. And now we're singing Faith. Yeah. Now we're singing um, I Will Be Your Father figure. You know what I'm yeah. saying? George Michael was a great artist. No doubt. But let's let's we're getting so caught up in the people that have entertained us for a moment in time that kind of some currently like Kim Mo Slice was doing his thing and he ended up dying yeah. like kind of out the blue and some that was just kind of making their comeback or were just in obscurity. So let's let's kind of like it's no disrespect to the dead at all. I'm not saying, but let's have some content to what we're doing. I think that we always jump on the bandwagon of all these moments. Okay. Right, like I was like, okay, now this has probably been the first year with social media that we've had this many string of celebrities passing away. Well, currently, but is it really that big of a deal? Well, I, currently, for people who who are considered celebrity, and that's kind of A through B, shoot, probably even C list, and reality. Well, like solid yeah. solid celebrities currently, uh, one hundred and thirty. In 2016, that's a lot. That's a lot. So uh, that's why it, it seems like it's it's like like damn, like every time you turn on the TV, it's somebody. Yeah. You know, uh, that's a lot. Yeah. 130 notable celebrities in in one given year is is is, is quite a bit. But I I think that what we're looking at the end of the year, going into the new year, everybody's going to have their their New Year's resolutions, their New Year, New Me. Everybody's getting ready to take advantage of their 24-hour memberships for about six weeks. And then go ahead and just let it take your money every month. And you ain't going to be back till, till, well, till 2018. Maybe you may drop in there once in June trying to get your summer body right for six days. Uh, I think that we got to look at where we're at as opposed to necessarily where we're going. Like there's a lot of people who who want to talk about what the new year's going to bring and everybody, you know, they were supposed to slay 2016, they supposed to be savages in 2017, but where are we at now? Like forget where we're going to be at next week or what the next 12 months is going to bring. I think I think right now I think we're in the morning. I mean, we're really in the morning because I, I like I said literally people have gotten behind this like surviving 2016 you know and when i look at it and i say to myself well let's really look at some of these people that have died yeah a lot of them you know are very questionable in the sense of this gives you some kind of <laughs> uh, 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 a, a look into lifestyles of what some of these people have lived unhealthy yeah. and how they, cause like remember when Tina Marie died, yeah, and Rick James died, yeah. But it, no, okay, just no. no I'm just saying, remember, no, 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 no. Nobody was surprised to find Rick no, no, James no, no, no. on the floor. <laughs> There's more people who were surprised that he was still around. Like, okay, but what <laughs> I'm saying is, <laughs> I know what you're saying. These cats, I know what you're saying. Like, yeah. You know, it's all questionable. <laughs> yeah. George Michael died peacefully in his sleep. Like these people is like 60, 54, 
50. I mean, these are some young, young people young still, folks, yeah. like you. And, you know, Carrie Fisher, she, you know, it, it's, it's, it's well noted. Mental health issues, uh, you know, drug addiction. If you come from a certain era. If you became a celebrity anywhere there you go. around the late 70s, okay. at least the late 70s, if you was one before one, yeah. then you was already there. Yeah. But people forget, too, cocaine was huge and in it the was 70s acceptable. and the 80s. And it was very acceptable. So, like, as we've shifted now, and a lot of folks is longer in the tooth and grayer in the hair and the beard, getting a, you know, getting a touch ups and stuff. They kind of forget what it was like back then, because back in the 70s and 80s, cocaine was just referred to as partying. Like you weren't even a drug addict if you was doing coke. Cocaine in the 70s, 80s is what marijuana is now. Yeah. Like it was just socially acceptable amongst, you know, social circles and tooting one up real quick wasn't a big deal. So if you take a lot of those celebrities who were roughly 60 now, who were famous in the 80s, that's a lot of that. That's a, that's a whole lot of that. Well, at the same time, you know, and, and then again. Not to disrespect them. It's not, not to disrespect them, but heart attacks are triggered by some type of unhealthy behavior, um, some previous health conditions. Yeah. And your body takes a toll. I mean, you got to think about it. These entertainers, man, they're heavy on the grind. Yeah, I mean, some of these efforts don't even get no sleep, right? Especially the musicians. I'm just saying. I mean, when like, so it is shocking, you know, Glenn Fry, Prince, uh, David Bowie, Maurice from uh, Earth, Wind and Fire. Yeah, it was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It is shocking, but at the same time, we have to also understand that the life they live, they kind of, uh, you know, they 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 made a deal of giving a part of themselves for the lifestyle that they wanted to live. And for the music that or the acting that they left us as their legacy. And at the same time, this should be a very much a preview for people about taking their health a lot more seriously and to stay away from anything that is not supposed to be in your body. That's a toxin. And that's not saying that all these people just sat there and did mad cold pills. But what we do know, the obvious thing that there were some real wild times and some real wild days. There was. So and let's then, not be foolish. And then putting all that stuff together, too, because just as you'll have uh, Carrie who passes young, her mama just passed. But her mama was 84. Yeah. So, you know, Zsa Zsa Gabor just passed. She was 99. And the mom like, from Brady. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, Brady Florence Mark. Henderson. You're you talking about the 80 year old women. Yeah. So the, just as there was some. I think just more so it's the back to back yeah. to back. And I think and more so it was like figures that was legendary yeah. in a sense of these shows, these uh, songs, these uh, uh, artists in whatever genre they were. We grew up with. Yeah. They were, there was a lot of within the same Era oh, yes. So if Debbie Reynolds who passed today, that was Carrie Fisher's mama. If you knew her, you were very familiar with Florence Henderson. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you were familiar with George Michael, yeah. you're very familiar with Prince. Yeah. If you're familiar with Prince, you're familiar with Vanity. Like there's a lot of people who, depending upon how old you are, yeah. them dots seem real yeah. close together. Yeah. But I, I think that before we get so hung up on what we're going to become and who we're going to be next year and what the next, next stuff is, is that getting a good beat on where we're at to move forward. Because what do you mean where we're at? Like as a people, as as individuals. As black people or well, just as people? Well, first off, as individuals. No. So because I'm a firm believer that most people go wrong because they have a they, they have an inability to self-assess. Yeah. Most people don't know who they are. Like what they have to offer, what they can contribute, what they're doing correctly or not so well. Like most people just don't aren't good at self-assessing. So I think that being able to look at where we're at individually, then that works into where we are collectively. Okay. You know, and so like a lot of the stuff that goes on, there's I, I think a good phrase you said is, you know, survive in 2016 is there's a lot of folks. It's really in a savage survival mode. I mean, people don't know how to be around each other anymore. People don't know how to deal with each other anymore. Don't know how to communicate on damn near any level. There was the um, in New York, there was the the stabbing because the dude, transgender dude who offered up his seat to the woman. And she said that she didn't want to sit next to black people. So as she, her train stop came, she got off and stabbed dude. Like they never met each other before. Never seen each other in life. He, he sat there and said, hey, do you want my seat? Because she was a woman. She said, I don't want to sit next to black people. He literally got up and sat on the other side so she could sit by herself and not be next to him. Train got off. He thought he was being punched 
at her stop. And then until all of a sudden people rushed over to check to see if he was okay, And because he was bleeding out. You know, they ended up arresting her and charging her. They got her with the hate crime. But this is just like the the mindset to the same dude on the other side of the game. The dude who was driving and saw the woman stranded on the side of the road in the snow. Brother was he saw the girl inside and he was going to help her till he saw her bumper sticker that she was a Trump supporter. So he said, nah, call your president, like hit the internet, says hashtag call your president and just draw bumped out and left her out there in the snow. Like this is the state that we're in. As people, we're not in a we're not in a good state of mind, bro. Because at the same time, I didn't even hear both of these stories, and I'm kind of shocked. Um, the stabbing—it's just sickness versus sickness. But in the same sense, let's look at the the road rage incidents that we've had. Yeah, you know, people just having these simple arguments, pulling out guns, killing each other. Yeah, you know, um, the incidents that I was saying, like you know, we got two mothers here locally, two kids don't have a mother. Because, you know, some senseless violence, you know what I mean? And regardless of what they might have been connected to, it's like, so we killing moms now? We killing mothers now? You know, it was bad enough that we, you know, kill our kids, but now we killing the mothers now? You know what I'm saying? The brother who just got killed because he was with his four-year-old son. Got the stabbed. Because the kids was, music was. The, the was, brothers, they asking whoever. Was vulgar. He's like, he chill out with the music if he, you don't mind. Well, because he said the, the, the content was. Yeah. Well, he, he had a four-year-old son. He's walking with his four-year-old, just for people so they can get it, framework. He, a gentleman was walking with his four-year-old son. Some young dudes was out there bumping their music. It wasn't necessarily the volume. It was the content. So there was a lot of profanity and stuff. So he's like, hey, can you guys turn that down? You know, I don't think this is something that my four-year-old, you know, could hear. They responded by stabbing him to death in front of his child. Like, like, like I mean, like who does that, dude? Like, I mean, this is what I'm talking about where we're at now. Like, everybody's talking about what next year's going to bring and what, you know, what we're going to do in 2017. Where are we at now? Like, these are the behaviors. Like, I don't really think that surviving 16 is 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 real. But if some stuff doesn't get checked, we're just going to be trying to survive 17. Well, I think that in the same content of a lot of things, especially in the black community, as I can look at it, um, the distrust, um, the dysfunction, uh, the ignorance. It's celebrated to where, like, when someone does something wrong, whether it's a woman or a man, and we know it's it's like, you know, what I mean, it's not really the right thing to do, regardless of emotions. That we find ourselves allowing it to be and not speaking on it because we're afraid of what the, the consequences yeah. of. Like, literally, could you imagine us saying, "Hey, bro, you mind putting that music down?" And what do we get into a brawl because of that? Yeah, could you could, could you turn turn down there and that that little yachty down for a second? I'm in line. Yeah, I don't want my son to hear that. And, and it's like and it turns into what what? And it's and it's a scene from American Me. It's 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 such a a for males. It's such a tough guy. I'm the boss. You can't tell me nothing. Yeah. And then it's also for the women. It's just like you know, bitch, don't say nothing to me. So in both instances, it's both male and women responding on the same kind of level and it's never been like that compared to what i feel has been the poison of the earth but it's also been the benefit of a lot of us because we wouldn't get so much information and real time has been social media so it's almost created an atmosphere i think it really started with reality tv shows when people who are in these reality tv shows who are nobodies became instant celebrities right yeah. and then now you have people that are now becoming instant celebrities on social media yeah, instagram stars and all that know. bs right and then what it does it spews out to where when certain individuals on lecture circuits or, or or giving out information, they do certain things that cannot be questioned because they've raised up the bar of consciousness or they've raised up the bar of understanding for people that didn't really know certain things. Yeah. And now they become so egotistical where Negroes cannot get checked because their egos is way up in the sky and that people have poured the ego, you know what I'm saying? They've, they've, they've gassed up the ego so much that they feel they can do no wrong. Well, see, that's right up there with an inability to self-assess. That if if you believe you to be a certain person just because that's what you believe, you know, if you walk around thinking that you're always right, that, that should give you a sign right there. Like, if you think that can't nobody tell me nothing, uh, big me, little you. Uh, I, you know what I mean? Like if, if that's the mindset that you're in, you already flawed from jump. And I mean, I, we have a big problem out here with that, with with not being able to not us. Well, we'll talk. 
first off about not being not the black community, not being able to to quote unquote check each other, and then b not being not willing to. Like it's one thing even if you was allowed to, where there'd be no backlash. Most of us just don't even don't even do it. Or or the way we go about feeling that we are checking a person because criticism is not hate. Criticism yeah. is criticism. And I feel everyone is due to it. I do to it. You do to it. Whatever. We all do for it. Yeah. But what I've learned in 2016, I've never seen. And this is. I'm not going to even talk about the females. It's coming from a male perspective to males. Yeah. Negroes that have been so sensitive, so emotional. Have used social media as a a uh, a, a bitch fest, uh, call you out, try to shake some trees and try to punk you fest, right? Yeah. And in the same sense, that Negroes have been so egotistical and so petty. I've never seen men behave in such manners of this, like certain teenage attitudes and behaviors that I would sit there and tell my teenage daughter. Like, yo, you ain't supposed to act like that. I've never witnessed it front page like men actually being like this. And it's happened more often than less. And I've had it where certain men have posted up things about me. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. corny. It's like, yo, this is the corniest stuff. If you got an issue with me, holler at me, especially if you know me. But when you go around trying to um, what just discredit individuals who are really doing certain things that you do, I have a problem with that. If you're giving out information because I had a uh, what I had a a little uh, situation with one of these clown Negroes who who spews hatred on the internet, but he has a, a followers and I'm not gonna even speak speak his name because it's not important. But he got checked by another brother just some um, you know what this past month, and I'm gonna let that be that you can figure it out yourself. Like when I put out my thing. About the brother, it was like, yo, I'm just trying to let you guys know this brother is not good for the community. Yeah. Now, brothers that are doing good for the community, that are really doing work and putting in work, I feel like it should be a moment when if we have these kind of situations that we sit back and we conversate with each other like men. But when it gets to the point where we're sitting there, you know, orchestrating all these subliminal messages, orchestrating these these public um, like this YouTube videos or, or well, you all remember, that. It gets to be clown shit, man. Soldier Boy just went to jail for that. So he just... Soldier Boy went to jail for being an ignorant ass silly but, nigga. But I'm saying, but I mean making the videos and, and taking his beef to YouTube and he had... Created uh, beefs. There was no beefs. Creating I, but beefs. But I'm saying along the lines of that is, is that he had uh, weapons in the video which was apparently a form of a violation. He got to court and changed his, his tune because he was telling the judge, you know, I can't, I'm too small to go to jail. They'll pass me around like a blunt. Like he was, he was, he's like, he's like, I was like five, six, hundred and forty something. Well, you know, and here's the other thing. Who are we trying to be? Like, I don't even take Negro seriously when they, they rant, rave and publicly like do this. I don't, I like, it's like, Negroes be on this hit em up Tupac shit until you get hit up. And now you're not on that Tupac shit. You get what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, I really like watching the fuckery on the silly Negro name, Soldier Boy, who shouldn't even get a mention. It's the most unfortunate and disgusting display of a little rich young boy who got money too fast with nobody in his ear and no parental guidance whatsoever it's just everybody saying well hey soldier can you give me that well because the problem is is that well when you become uh, a millionaire at 17 Woo! and you don't come from money uh realistically what are you going to tell somebody because if your mom or dad or grandma or aunt or uncle and the first thing you want to do is pull their coat and pull them aside and regulate uh they're one birthday away from not having to run anything past you so if you decide then that you want to tell 17 year old, you want to start telling him what's what and, and, and try to check him. If he don't like what he hears, he turns 18 and bounce and your gravy train is gone. Yeah. So there's a whole lot of folks who are just kind of like, mm, I don't agree with him, but I ain't going to say nothing. Yeah. And that's the problem. That's the problem we have. And then in the same sense of, yeah, you don't have to agree with them, but how do you have to relay the message? And I think that, the messages that we're relaying because it's like with a lot of the fuckery that's been going on within the last um, few months, it's like one, one, who do you believe Two, who can you take seriously? And three, 
It's like it's a challenge for us and just for black folk to really realistically get out of the dump that we're in because everyone is throwing in more trash. Yeah, we're we're talking about looking at where we're at. It, it's the the idea of not being able to check each other, not being in spaces to where we can have a disagreement and and talk it out. Trust, and, check each other. Let's make sure we're saying that because we don't want to say check each other and people think, well, you guys said we could check each other. Well, no, that, people that, take it out of context. But that's what the next. That's what I said. Well, when I say check each other, that's have a disagreement about whether the way that something was done, the way that something was said, the way it's practiced or whatever. Like if you're doing something that just in my personal opinion, I think it isn't cool. Like the way that you're going about it. I don't even come at people talking about you're doing this wrong. I come at people like, how can we do this differently? Because the result that we're getting based upon the way that you're doing it is not beneficial to anybody. So instead of saying, you know, oh, you wrong for that. You stupid for this. You this and that. Let's just say, hey, look, based the way you currently doing it. It, it, it's not effective. Yeah. It's causing more problems than good. It's not working out. It's rubbing folks the wrong way. We're creating issues that weren't there before yeah. you did what you did. Yeah. So the same issue was there, but now we got new issues. And why not be big enough not to respond to it? So, well, but I'm saying, but that's, there's a lot of folks who get in their feelings. And and we're in an era, that's what I'm saying, we're looking at where we're at and assessing. Like I said, you tell some young kids, can you turn your music down? That turns into a, a young boy is now fatherless. Uh, a, a woman who, you know, because of her view of, of, of black people, t- took uh, being offered a seat <laughs> like like it went from zero to 100. Like it wasn't even like name calling back and forth. It was the idea that, sh- that this dude had the audacity to address her. You know what I mean? Like it, it, the, the, there was another report in school where a young man was assaulting this uh, Muslim woman. And kept trying to pull her rap off. I don't want to disrespect and call it by the wrong name. Yeah. But 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 the rap on her head. And he kept trying to pull it off and was just socking her. Like in the hallway. Like just just headshot. She fell to the ground. He kicked her in the face. Two things that 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 were well, three things. One, he was doing it. Like this is this this dude was big. She wasn't, you know, this is he was fighting a woman. Uh number two, there were dudes who could be seen in the camera shot. Number three, it sounded like it was being recorded by a man. And that's the shit I don't like. Mother effers want to always record their grievances or record fuckery or put that shit out there. Like, stop it. Like, yeah. like don't record it. Stop it. Stop it. Why are you Hell. You're recording a woman being assaulted on, man. and no part of you thinks... I should stop dude from doing it. I'm just going to keep on recording. Well, because it was a dude when he was kicking her when he was down. You could hear dude talk, all right, that's enough. Like, like, hey, hey, all right, chill. Like, like when two dudes fight and a dude goes down and, and he's already knocked out and they keep hitting him. All right, hey, lay, lay, lay off, lay off, lay off. He was talking like that to a woman being assaulted. Like, I mean, we everybody going to talk about what they're going to be in, in the next year and what changes they're going to have in the world. Uh, you're going to have to learn how to self-assess where you're at today. Like you can't sit there and act like all this mess is not real, no. is not happening. That that people ain't out here uh, just wilding out for no reason. No. You know that the disconnect, the the lack of communication, the lack of empathy, the lack of trust, like all that stuff ain't gonna just go away no. because the calendar date changes. Nah, because you changed the last digit on the year. Nah. So it, if, it, if anything, it's gonna get worse. Yeah, because it. it People are really thinking like when it goes from December 31st to, to January 1st, like you ran a marathon and broke tape. Not at all. Like you just finished the Boston Marathon and you just ran through and you broke tape and like, ooh, it's over. That's what I love about it, though. I love it. I love that people have that concept in their mind, like the year change, a I change. It's a new, what is yeah, that? Like, new me, new yeah, year, new year, new me. New me. <laughs> like, like because you just you just made it through the next calendar year. That all of a sudden, all oh your situation, God. your money's gonna be better. Your like family's your, like, gonna be like, better. Like, like your herpes is gonna go away from being. Oh wait, 2016. I had herpes. I go to 2016. Oh yeah, your HPV <laughs> disappeared. Your herpes is gone. Your credit gets fixed. All of a sudden, there's money in your I bank really wish, yo. Child support go away. Yeah, like, oh, I, I, really, I really wish it was that easy, that shit. We could get start fresh. Start fresh. In 2017. But here's the reality. You're not starting fresh. No. If you came in being a fuckboy in 2016, you're going to be a fuckboy in 2017. And I don't mean to use so much explicit language, but it's really 
gets on my nerves, and I hate that we're going to even have to talk about some of the things that we're going to talk about uh, in in a few minutes because I don't want to give no attention to it. But you and I both know to get some attention on say something, we got to say something because if we don't say something, you guys ain't going to tune in and won't say nothing. And that's just how the world works. Our, Our world works on even if it's negative, or excuse me, if it's the more negative, the more... Uh, uh, outlandish it is. It doesn't matter it's coming from what figure. It will have us talking for a moment, maybe a few days, maybe a week, maybe even a month, because that's how Donald Trump's movement started. It started with fuckery and all created into a movement that was petitioned, laid down by the media, not by the Trump supporters. It was the media yeah, well, that created that marketing movement. of advertising. They'll tell you first and foremost, there's no such thing as bad press. You know, all press is good press, unless you're a black person. Well, no, I mean, if you're talking about, for whatever, unless you're a black person, depends on what your what your thing is. I don't agree. Unless you're a black person, it always goes south eventually. I just just white people can get away with it because of their privilege, but like I just haven't seen too many black people and celebrity status having. Those moments of bad press, whether it's P. Diddy to Dr. Dre, they've all had those moments of bad press. And yeah, they're on top right now. Kobe Bryant being one, but it's stagnant in their career where it's like, here's for instance, the white guy on Seven Heaven, right? Yeah. He was, dude, there was vid, there, there is like tape recording. A sexual predator. Child, child, child molesting, sexual the whole pedophile. Bit. pedophile. Has he gone through what Bill Cosby's gone through? And, but the reason we're talking about all press being good press is if you're trying to stay relevant to something. So it's not necessarily can things be detrimental to your career. It's like somebody talk about me. Kim Kardashian. But is, is negativity is, 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 but is, is negativity important. relevant now though, bro? Yeah. But I think with yeah. Kim Kardashian is a whole different thing. I think she has such a strong brand. Well, no, no. Her brand is built off of <laughs> it don't matter, huh? uh, well, uh, <laughs> of, of being on tape, taking it from Ray J. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that was that was the basis. But I mean, if you take take a Kanye, you know, all all press is good press. You know, you can call Kanye crazy. You can call him a genius. You can call him musically talented. But as long as his name is in the search box, as long as he's in your Googles, yeah, he's. he's but good. I think where it comes, and I think that we got to really look at this. This level of when we talk about where are we going to be? Yeah. What has happened in 2016? We could say it started even in 2014, but it revved up even more in 2016 is this new level of consciousness, right? In the black community, right? Okay. So the idea of being like more awoke, you know, people say I'm awake. Yeah. Black pride, black power, black yeah. excellence, black businesses, people from the hoodest of the hood to the, the corporate of the corporate to the elite of the elites. There's a lot of individuals that have turned a new leaf to this, okay. right? When you have um, right now two predominant brothers right now feuding and they've ranted heavy yeah, and the internet's been going crazy over it, I think in those moments where you're considered to be some scholar and when you have a scholar by your name, whether it's doctor or you have just um, inherently said, I bestow myself as a scholar of all because I've studied yeah. – People look and expect different reactions from you. So a negative press may be the downfall of your empire or whatever you're creating. Because when people listen to you give knowledge to individuals, right, the knowledge of ignorance and they listen to you. And now you become just as ignorant as the people you're saying or they said that we don't need to be like. I think that it throws some darts and we could go in deeper yeah. with that. Well, th- well, first, that's different than what I'm talking about for for all, all press being good press, because when you're trying to sell, when you're trying to be out there. Well, here's the thing, too, though. Like so, talking about the two gentlemen who are who are feuding over whatever. Uh, <laughs> Some of the stuff that people say on the internet is, unf- dude. Yeah. I, it's 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 yeah. So, but but no punches left without even fully going into to what it is and what they're doing. One gentleman is it's become detrimental a little bit to where his position is. 
The other one, I guarantee you more people know who he is today than by a lar- by a large number than who he was yesterday. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to all press being good press, it depends upon where you are. Mm-hmm. So for the I'm not even throwing the names out there because I, I hopefully I'm hoping this is something that can go away. Like, go you know? say their names. But I mean well cause <laughs> one of the gentlemen I know, the other one I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. So before but I, I mean, become, but how do, how much do you really know? Him? I mean, in the sense of had conversations and know who the yeah. person is, right. enough respect to where I wouldn't fully speak on details of something that I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the beef is about. I don't know what the what the issue is. You're still trying to hold on right now. That's what no. Nah, what it is is I'm trying to not throw a log on the fire. But but the important part that is to me about the two is that if your platform and your 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 whole presence is I'm here to be what's missing i'm I'm here to represent that growth that knowledge that understanding yes. i'm i'm here to be that gateway into a better space from where we currently are mm-hmm. then it doesn't mean that you're beyond reproach it doesn't mean that you you're, you're saintly and that you're never going to make mistakes but there are some judgment calls that that you should make i get it somebody can piss you off yeah. uh, in traffic yeah. somebody can catch you on a wrong day come out of a movie theater but if you make it a point to set up your camera and, and 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 have it because the one video I saw one gentleman is 45 minutes long. <laughs> like it's 45. And then what most people are talking about is is about the four minute, like yeah. about four minutes in where he really starts yeah. going off on it. But he made it a point to have a presentation yeah. to address another gentleman. And, and, and when you saw it, I think he had notes and he was flipping a page. Yeah, I mean, it was just like like at that stage, this is not a question of. You woke up and you had a flat tire. Uh, something they were doing construction, so your power got shut off, or your water was shut off. Your dog got sick. Like it wasn't a series. It wasn't like Michael Douglas and falling down, yeah. where you just had a series of events and somebody just caught you at six o'clock yeah. on a bad day at a bad time, and you just went left on them. This was like you woke up wanting to do this. Like you got dressed for this. Yeah. Like you picked out an outfit that you wanted to go to YouTube with. Like that type of behavior. Is what we need to get away from, especially if that's the position that you're going to take. But when I talk about where we are, your your inability to self-assess because you're speaking on this type of behavior as if it's them over there, not us over here, yeah. you know, and, and I think that we got to start being mindful of what we really doing. Because I think if you ask all the people, we take all these situations, the dude who was assaulting that woman, you take the woman who stabbed the dude on the train, the dude who drove past the woman who was stuck in the snow. You talk about the, the kids who two minutes before they had the issue with the man with his son. None of them thought they were that person. You know what I mean? Like, I think if you ask them right before the incident, they would probably say that they were standing on some kind of high ground. Oh, he came over here disrespecting me, acting like I was a punk, telling me to shut my stuff off like I ain't nobody. You know, uh, he came up to me, you know, you know how black people are, they do this, this, that, whatever, whatever, you know, and this and that. Like, you, they'll find some judgment to stand on that what their actions were okay. You know, that inability to self-assess is huge. You know, not knowing where you actually are standing. Like what side of the fence that you're actually on? Because when we as we're talking about moving forward, if you talk about a new year and making changes, if you don't know where you are, how the hell are you going to try to get to where you say you're going? Well, I think people falsely think that they're on this pedestal, which and I think that becomes a huger issue when we're talking about all these incidents. And then we're talking about the two brothers that are in this this, um, you know, as they want people like to call it the whole tab wards or egomania or whatever else you want to yeah. call it. Um it's just a, a false sense of their own reality. And again, it's when you allow my whole thing is once outbursts like this start coming out all of a sudden, because you're always going to have naysayers. You're always going to have critics. You're always going to have haters. You're always yeah. going to have people that disagree with you. But when you put yourself in these positions to be a big target, um, I feel like there's certain ways that you should be able to handle your business. And, 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 and like I say, I, you know, again, the relationship that I have with one of the brothers, I met both of them, you know what I'm saying? And, and I've, I've, I've probably discussed more things with one and, yeah. and my own personal assessment. I've dealt with one more than the other one. And I've seen certain things that I keep to myself yeah. that I've kind of saw when some other things have come out. I already peep game because, you know. Real recognize real. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, when you've been around the corner, been around the blocks, you're not game goofy on certain things. Yeah. So my whole thing is from one side, the one brother 
he truly started off with the cursing and the vulgarity. That's his thing. That's his gimmick. That's his his, his movement. Yeah. The other was more on an intellectual, elitist kind of more intelligent scholar base. Yeah. Less cussing, a sum for shock value, but not allowing naysayers to kind of get um to uh his 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 they were in the rear view, not in his front, yeah. right? Now it seems like the more esteem, the more following, and you know Negroes change up when one minute they say, okay, you can pay me this amount to come out. Now it's this amount. Negroes is hot, right? Yeah. Once you start allowing your ego to get bigger than the movement or bigger than yourself, and then you start like not caring about other individuals because as long as you got these people that are following you like you're a messiah, you're going to say what you're going to want to say because people are going to love you anyway. I think that's corny. Well, I think... Issue happened with Bill Cosby. When Bill Cosby was loved and TV, family, dad, and all that, then when he started doing his speaking tours, and somebody who was very familiar with, with systemic oppression, like if you start watching Bill's videos from the 70s. No, he was, if, dude, like when you see that video, then you see what he was but, doing, but, you're like, what? For some people that don't know, in case you hear this, you, you can probably find it on YouTube. Bill used to, used to pick apart. The, the, the systematic oppression through the school system, through, oh, through the judicial... Like, like, Bill was on it. You know, fist in the air, strong with the afro. Like, Bill was on it. But then he got he, that money. He got some network money, some TV money, some following, some book deals. He slanged all that stuff out. Then he's all of a sudden talking about <laughs> black people shouldn't talk about this and why were you doing that? And, like, all the other external factors were no longer down. there. You know, the, that, that inability to self-assess. After a while, you reach a point to where you don't know where you are. Mm-hmm. What you're standing on, yeah. what you're standing for. Yeah. And let's just say you're not even somebody who's on a, a big platform. Mm-hmm. You're not somebody who's got a huge following. You just Joe Schmo on the street. You just Susan B. Nobody who who works, you know, at the yeah. corner store. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can't properly self-assess and you don't know where you are and what you're doing, all the stories you talk about, like the subway, the, the yeah. dude who drove past, these aren't famous people. Yeah. These are these are average everyday folks. Yeah. Who are altering the lives of everyone they come across? Because like the dude who left the, the the chick out in the snow, he put that stuff up on the internet. Oh, saw this car stranded. You know, saw he was a Trump supporter. Uh, you need to call your president, and that turned into a uh, you know, always go to yeah. tell time. You want to check the racial climate of America? Go to yeah, the comment cool. section. Damn. And so hundreds and hundreds of comments going back and forth, of just racial slurs and teachings yeah. and stuff. Thousands of people impacted by that one decision by two people who he nobody could, knew anybody who he could have left that alone. and I said nothing easily. So I'm saying so when you talk about moving forward and going in the new year, these resolutions and all that, it's important to know who you are. Like and where I think, you really at. But it's also important for us to peep game to who these people are showing us who they are. Yeah, because in the same kind of sense, like, you know, we're looking and we're seeing, oh, this is how you are because you don't all of a sudden turn Hulk Hoganish turn into Stone Cold Steve Austin all of a sudden. Yeah. And, 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 and you don't just start and, beating and, women. And I, <laughs> and I just understand that maybe the brother has been provoking. I understand that. But in my sense, like when I've had certain clown, as I call them, silly Negroes, throw out certain subliminal posts and stuff like that, I could have killed their asses on it. I could have really went in there and said, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. But I just kill them with the work that I'm doing. And now what I feel is that you're just opening yourself up for more criticism, more scrutiny. Like, let them suckers be who they are and let them do their thing, especially if they're not um, being volatile in the community. And especially if they're not really stopping anything that you're doing. I just look at it and I just be like, oh, bruh, like, I'm not trying to tell you what to do or how to say Every man feels how they want to feel, but you got to understand in the moment that we're in as black people, we keep hearing these people tell us about white supremacy. You are giving the white supremacist all of the power, all of the tools and having him have a laughable moment saying this is your leadership. Well, that's like this is what y'all are sitting there holding your 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 guns with holding your 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 money with. Holding your life with is people that can't even get along with themselves or even know how to articulate. And I know you're about to say something, but I don't. I have an. I take offense 
when we're saying we're trying to uplift the kings, we're trying to uplift the kings, we're trying to show images of strong black males to young boys and young women, and then you go on a tirade trying to speak down on people when it's really not that serious. You can make a mockery of somebody without personally taking into retrospect their size, their height, their weight, you know what I'm saying, their skin color. You're doing all of the same things you're preaching that we should not be doing, the preaching that we are doing to ourselves, you're doing it on a platform and then using the N-word, the B. It's like, come on, bro. Like, let's get a hold of ourselves and let's be the doctor scholar that you say you are and let's just kill the brother or sister, whoever comes with the negativity, with that articulate, that passionate, that sharp way, instead of going in to that Negro box that has created a lot of the violence that has been on the streets. Because let me tell you something. Them same kids in Chicago, that's what they do. They go on their, their, their little rant on YouTube and blah, 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 but with guns. And guess what? Some mother effer comes up missing and dead. That's how serious that is. So if we cannot be in a situation to where as men, let's just talk about the men as men. If I have a disagreement with you, I can't pick up the phone. I can't call you, text you, or if it can't be resolved in that nature, have someone else come in and just not respond. Or if I'm going to respond or I'm going to make a YouTube, I'm going to make a YouTube in a sense where it's in my character. You going in there, it's like, what did this dude do that was so disrespectful unless it was some kind of truth in it? Because a lot of times when people react to that nature, there's certain truths that he's saying about the persons that it's making a person feel that there's some pressure. So you have to react like that because a lot of times if you don't react or say nothing, people will believe that you have something. Okay. Out. So, yeah, that's that's there's a few things in there. <laughs> So it's it, being clear, man. I, I get it, but we also have to make sure that we, we put it in spaces to where people can get what these individual points are. Because one thing that's important is is that when it talks about what we do within a community on, on what we want to put forward and the type of images and the type of people that we want to say this is who we are, not what other people say we are. Uh, when it comes to addressing, you know, you talk about, you know, uh, systematic oppression and stuff that goes on in this country. We talked about it a little bit before we, we did the show that a lot of it is autopilot now. And so where other groups can't quite get some of our concerns, because as much as we say that, that the hands are, all, are in everything that we're trying to do, other groups don't see it because the reality of it is more of it is done within our community. And then the external hands just kind of keep it in the box. So when we get opportunities to grow together and we have prominent people in our community who are starting to help us get in the education system, getting us in, in our business and finance, those positions and, and those followings, that that really means something because they're few and far between. So when there's ever there's issues about, you know, it, it, how we handle stuff, arguments, whatever, it really needs to be handled correctly. You know, we, we need to have models of possibility on how to diffuse situations of conflict resolution that don't have to become volatile, that don't have to become. Let's take it on YouTube, because like you said, the folks in Chicago, as of, the year's not even over yet. And they're at over seven hundred and fifty, over seven fifty murders in that. And the city of Chicago, though, there's a lot of people. It's not most people have a, a, a bad gauge. It's not the city of Chicago. It's a part, part of the city of Chicago. Yeah. So we're not talking about this. Now, some of those murders do apply to the other sides yeah. of town, but the bulk that they're talking about is in a confined space. Yeah. You know, this is where there's no conflict resolution. This is where those leadership and those those prominent roles are necessary. Seeing people who have an have a issue and resolve them without getting on some stupid, yeah. silly stuff. So when you see like and this is a thing about what we've always talked about, like the roles of men, the roles of women, like. When a child looks at what they're supposed to be and all they're seeing is, damn, drug dealers, pimps, gangsters, and just guys that are just not handling their business, women that are not handling their business, what do you think they're going to go gravitate to? You know what I'm saying? Like in these cities, in these unruled areas that have been definitely desecrated, um, desecrated with white supremacy, but now kind of been downgraded even more by our ignorance of black ignorance, right? Because we fall for the trap. When you have someone that I'm saying here, 
brother, listen to this brother, right? Okay, the kid's getting into it, like, all right, man, you know, cool. I don't want to listen to uh, uh, Fetty Wap no more, or Chief Keef, whoever. Yeah. But then they come back to you, like, wait a minute, man, that guy you let me listen to, he's saying the exact same stuff. Look at what Fetty Wap right saying. Here. <laughs> yeah. You gotta like, it's almost like the reason why R and B was great back in the day compared to it right now, because R and B and rap had no coexistence together. You once in a while have a R and B artist with the rap artist it's doing like some kind of era, collaborating, together, yeah. but then when it got too much of like each other, similar, you now got Trey Songs and Chris Brown sounding like what Bobby Brown probably really wanted to sound like, but Babyface is like, no, no, we can't go that way, right? Mm -hmm. And now you got the R&B artists sounding like the rappers. So it's just like, well, he says these hoes ain't loyal, <laughs> and, 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 and Lil Wayne is saying these hoes ain't loyal. Well, hey, there's no love that I could get, no love music I could get from any of these artists because everyone's saying the same thing. So if everyone is saying the same ignorance, what are our kids going to follow? What are our adults going to follow? They're going to follow ignorance. If you continue to show them, well, this is how I handle conflict, rah, 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 just like a reality TV show, love and hip hop, well, the kids are going to do the same thing. Yeah. We have to model different. And it doesn't matter. And I don't want to hear excuses from people about well, everyone has flaws. I got flaws. I don't try to make myself be perfect. I ain't shit on a lot of things. I And I let that be known. But I'm not going to try to create a character that is perfect in the eyes of those who are imperfect that try to get to this perfection. Because that's what we want. We want savior. So we're, we're indoctrinated in whoever comes and says a, a hot line for that moment. And, oh, Jesus, you brought the Messiah. So Negroes catch on to that. When the black man or woman is a little bit ignorant and don't know because they did the time to do the research and they figure that, damn, I can get paid off that. And I'll talk about that in a later date about breaking it really down because if we really want to get serious about this situation, right? I don't want to put it out there and, and, and kind of bash brothers because I love what brothers are doing. You know what I'm saying? I respect what brothers are doing on a certain extent, but I'm not waiting for these brothers to sit there and drop the mother load in a plan for me. I'm creating a plan with brothers like you and with sisters in my neighborhood, right? I just look at it as in a responsible stance of black unity. When you brothers have that shine, you sisters that have that spotlight, you have to take that and really hold that endearingly because we have had so many leaders. We have had Malcolm X and Martin Luther King disagree to not agree. But then when you saw in the last context of their lives, what did they do? They're like, dude. We're better together than we are apart. Let's kind of try to figure out how we can mobilize together. And before they could really get it done, they were dead. And the same thing is happening right now. I'm not saying brothers need to go ahead and have a peace treaty or sit back and say, hey, we need to all get along. But in the same content, be aware that the supremacists are watching. People that don't believe in this conscious movement that is waking people up are watching. And if you really care about your foundation and your community, the children are watching. We have to do better in that moment. Not saying to be perfect, but when you make rants and you guys are sounding like an old Tupac hit em up song, when you're sounding like a LL Cool J Cool Mo D diss record, and when you're approaching it on some comical WWE kind of stuff, and then you're trying to put it on, we can debate, and then we're all like, wait a minute, now cats want to debate, so now we got to pay for the debate. It's just so many different things that I'm just saying, like, come on, good Lord, we are we are impoverished, we are lacking education, we are being gentrified on all levels, you know what I'm saying? We are being lynched, we have our own wars in our communities for other things, the time is not... For Negroes, especially the men, to get on these YouTube rants against each other, breaking the community, separating us even more, and letting the supremacists look and laugh and said, here you Negroes, don't go again. Yeah, we have a lot of issues that need to be addressed, and a big part of that is going to be, you know, understanding where we are as individuals, our, our place within our communities, within our families, our households, that what we do, how we handle things, how we address each other, all that stuff matters. Like that that sometimes if you have a huge platform or maybe you just the man of your house, maybe you're the big brother, 
Maybe you don't even have kids. You're not married, but there's kids in the neighborhood who look up to you. Mm-hmm. Everywhere that you go, understanding that you are a standard, that you are a staple, that you are a representative. How you carry yourself matters. What you do, how you interact with other people matters. Because we have a lot of people who we have these issues in the streets. We have these issues with violence. We have these issues with just just lack of compassion and empathy. You may not be the type of person that hits somebody, but you're the type of person who can walk past somebody getting hit. You may not be the person who stabs somebody in front of their kids, but you're the person who's filming someone getting stabbed. How can we be, how can we be taken seriously if we don't take ourselves serious? Yes. So when it comes to the different things that we see in this community, the stuff that we see in our families and then importantly, the stuff that we see in ourselves, the things that have to be brought to the light that have to be addressed and the things that we have to say something about. Say something, say something, say something. The new year, 2017. Before we go, what is your one resolution? What resolution? I don't do that. No, no. I, I just wanted to catch you, see if you do it, because I don't do it either, because if I'm not going to do presents, I'm not going to do this whole, oh, yes, and I'm going to lose 60 pounds, even though I probably might need to, but I don't do it. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't do any stuff for the, for, the, for the new year. The only thing that changes is, is my, my tax forms. That's the only thing that changes in the new year. That's it. So <laughs> so where can folks find you in the new year with oh, social man, media same stuff? Same place, man, same place. Like I said, I'm trying to get back on Twitter, heavy Barry Axius to Twitter, B E R Y A C C I U S, Facebook, same thing. Um Black Blueprints, you know, hit that page up and also uh, hit up the team void. We got a whole bunch of different things coming in the new year. I'm gonna be in Indiana, Fort Wayne, Indiana in March. I'm excited about that. For Wayne, Indiana, in March. So I mean, I'll have more information about that. And you know, just I'm gonna keep on striving, man. Keep doing my thing. You know, hit me up, people. I'm, Trollers, come on, holler. Haters, holler. I'm Jermaine Morris on Facebook. Every other social media platform is at J Morris CEO. And uh, any any parting words as we close out for the year? This is the end. Yeah, this is the last one of 2016. I, yeah, we we doing overtime right now. I just hope that you know. Whatever craziness, you know, was going on, especially with the two brothers that, like I said, I have a respect level for what the brothers are doing. You know, everyone's not perfect. And I just hope that Negroes are paying attention to, like, the set format and understand that you are hot now and you can be cold tomorrow and no one will know you the next day. Right. You know, we got to pay attention to that. And I think that with a lot of our, our new line scholars, that nothing they're giving as far as information is really, truly new. It's just that they have a platform, more charismatic, and you know some certain brothers have a swagger about themselves because a lot of the doc, the brothers, Doctor um, Clark and, and and so many others, um, Doctor Ben, who were here before, and nobody came to really see them to gain the knowledge. No one really cared as much. And they were very old and like we didn't have the kind of technology that we had. You know what I'm saying? So like don't forget that all of you brothers have learned from someone to get the information. Ain't nothing that you created or ain't nothing what you're saying is brand new. The approach may be different, but you got it from someone else. And if you really look at these videos, you can be like a lot of the styles that these brothers gotten are from other people. They were able just to take it in this real time, be able to you know, unify information and get their own twists and spin on it and swagger and put it out there. So let's really be in tune to that. Uh, last few words on that. I just had to, okay. man, because I got to. Because I'm just saying, people ask me my opinion on it, so I'm gonna say it, and I don't want people to to. I don't want it to be because you know the thing about it with sensitive Negroes, and I hope Negroes ain't like that. It's like you can say something about it, and it's like you didn't support me, and now we're exiled to the point. And I don't think that should be like that. Man. Nah, we 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 are supportive. We are supportive of our brothers and sisters out oh. there, and it's not even a question of. Of saying something on the fact of what, of what type of man or type of woman you are. It's just simply a suggestion on maybe going about things a little bit That's different. That's it, man. That's it. So I'm here with Barry Axius. Yes, sir. Jermaine Morris. Yes, sir. Until the next time, next show. And actually, 2017, it'll be baby. next year. We'll holler at you later. Yeah. <laughs>